At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Max Homer, his second win on the PGA Tour on his favorite course, Riviera. The 2021 Genesis Invitational Champion is Max Homer. Congratulations, Max. A lot of strategy, trust yourself. I did that today. I mean, I didn't make a bogey all of this entire day, starting back to the restart, which was pretty darn good in my opinion. So um, yeah, I saw Tiger the other day. I was too scared to talk to him, but he's forced into talking to me today. So it's gonna be a pretty awesome moment. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Yeah, Tiger's been on our minds a lot over the last couple of days, and it, it was just jarring, the news that we were getting yesterday as we were getting off the air, and ESPN was doing a great job covering it minute by minute, trying to share as much information and uh, all the press conferences yesterday. It's BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat with you live on the Radio.com app, also 1430 in Denver and 93.1 HD3 in Los Angeles as part of the BetQL Audio Network. Want to bring in uh, Chris Felica at Chris Felica on Twitter. You know him as the Bear on College Game Day. Does a great job covering a, a bunch of sports over there at ESPN. And uh, Chris, I don't mean to start on a downer, but but how do you not begin with with the news that shocked not just the sports world, but just the world in general about Tiger Woods. Um, a couple of days ago, we were wondering if he was leaving clues on the Genesis broadcast. Is he going to be even playing at Augusta to just a couple of days later, just, just hoping he survives this uh, car accident? Yeah, you're, you're right. And, and I, I think everybody, I don't want to say everybody, but I came away from that interview with Jim Vance on Sunday with the impression that it was going to be a stretch for him to be able to play uh, the Masters at Augusta, and now with uh, yesterday's um, accident, uh, I, I think most people are in agreement uh, that at this point it's like it's not even whether he ever picks up a club again and plays again. It's just about him being able to uh, have a normal life and, and be able to be a dad and, and be there for his family and and have a have a normal life and uh, be able to walk and do do the things that we just kind of take for granted every day. But um, if he is he able to come back, I mean that that's great. But I, I would, uh, I, I'm just hoping at this point that the surgery went well. There are no side effects from the, the surgery. There's no infection in that. Uh, we're able to see Tiger Woods walking around playing and having fun with the skits again. Yeah, and Chris, that was the first thing that came to my mind was just a couple years back watching him, you know, win the Masters and celebrate with his son. And you start thinking, man, I'd love to see this guy on the golf course again. But more importantly. I hope that he's able to to walk again and be there for his son. So tough to see. Um, you know, how important was he just to the game of golf, would you say? You know, for people my age, like he made golf kind of cool. Like, 
you know, you were able to go out there and not get made fun of by your friends. But you see all these young guys, you know, Rory, all these guys grew up watching Tiger as well. How important was he just for the game of golf? It is more important than anyone who ever played the game. I mean, I'm not talking about the debate. Is Tiger or Jack or whomever the greatest player out there? But you just look at the number of events, the prize money, uh, television ratings, uh, attendance. You just look at all of those economic indicators. And the Tiger era, he made it possible for, for, for people to – I mean, you have, you have players finishing maybe – in the top 20 now that are making more money in a single event than players would for winning an event some 40 years ago or so. So uh, the, the financial impact that Tiger had, uh, Tiger Woods was great for the game of golf and uh, all of those who play it and enjoy it and watch it. I, I mean, Chris, how about, how about this? Like uh, many of uh, many of us golf fans that watch every single week, not just the majors, we're amazed by the number of talented golfers that are out there. And when Tiger played, I'm not trying to take anything away from him, was the field wasn't as strong as it is right now, top 20, 30, even 40 deep. And when you hear Max Homa after his big win on his local course, and it was his dream to be there. He, part of the reason he was so nervous that I think he missed that three-footer was because he was going to meet Tiger Woods. He had to congratulate him. And, and the reason I bring that up about the field, when Tiger played um, in his prime compared to when, when Tiger's been playing more recently is because all these guys, they're, they're, they're viewed as Tiger's kids, right? They, they came up and they were interested in the game because of Tiger. They, they are. And it's, interesting. it's interesting you bring that up. Cause, like, if you look at when Tiger w- was making his rise and his debut, like, the, the game of golf was really in a transitional stage. I mean, Phil had begun his career, but, but for the most part, if you look at, like, the top 10 players in the world uh, at, at that time, like, most of those guys were on the back end of their career. Like, like I think Tom Kite might have been up there. Like, Jumbo Ozaki, <laughs> I think, was maybe – uh, like a top 10 player in the world at that point, Marco Mera. Like, these were guys that all were kind of on the, in, in the twilight of their career. And they had great careers, but the game and the sport was there for Tiger to take it and, and just dominate and, and bring it to the next level and create that generation and that buzz and all of those uh, young players who were born just growing up watching Tiger Woods win majors and create that that buzz and excitement that, that only, only he can bring. I mean, look, I, I don't want to get like sappy or whatever, but like being mm-hmm. at Augusta a couple of years ago when Tiger won, like you, you could, he just genuinely the roar of the crowd, like sitting in our television compound, uh, waiting for the event to end to go on television. Like we didn't even need the volume up to be able to hear that roar when Tiger psyched that pot on 18 to, to, to clinch the win. It was just a, an unbelievable moment. I think every golf fan out there was, was happy that that day came for him. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Chris, as awesome as it was watching uh, Max last weekend win the tournament, it uh, was kind of painful for me to watch Tony Finau with the collapse again because I just feel for the guy. Now, uh, you know, he's always a top 10 finisher, but I want to see him actually close and win one of these. Looking towards this weekend, the Workday Championship, anything that you're looking at, anything that you really like that you've uh, noticed so far? I, I don't know if I call that a collapse. He shot 64 on Sunday, and I, and I think That's right. a lot yeah. of yeah, there have been instances where he's been in the final group uh, of some majors, and he's been in some final groups and hasn't been able to close. But uh, what he's done on Sunday the last couple of weeks, it's not like he's gone out and, and blown leads. He's shot in the 60s. It says that mm-hmm. someone went out and, and played better and won. I mean, Fina's another one of those guys, like I talked about the group of players who you, you rack up a bunch of top tens and you're making more money than guys that won events. But part of Tigak is a great example of that. And uh, he, he's certainly someone that if you continue to bet in the top 10 and just kind of avoid that win market, uh, you're going to make a lot of money. He's someone that I'm probably going to fade this week. And, and with, with the tour moving from the West Coast and the, and, and the Poa Greens and, and such, uh, it's something that you're going to want to keep an eye on this week. Guys who typically have played really well in California, and when they move to Florida, uh, their, their games just kind of aren't the same impact. Maybe they aren't, are not as comfortable on the uh, the Bermuda greens uh, that, that are going to be out there. And, and while I don't think Finau is a, a miss-the-cut kind of uh, uh, candidate this week, I mean, you do have to look at some of his uh, track records in Florida and some of his WGC events. And, and there's a head-to-head matchup with him this week uh, with, with Daniel Berger. And if you look at Berger's recent uh, WGC event uh, record and, and how comfortable he seems to be in his home state of Florida, um, getting Berger against Finau is something that I would I would take a look at in terms of individual players. Um, John Rahm is someone that I would consider taking a look at when you're going to a new course without a lot of real course history in there. When in doubt, the, the, the two things you need to do: drive the ball in the fairway and put the ball on the green in regulation, you're giving yourself a chance at birdie. Like a lot of times you'll see, like you saw it a couple of weeks ago uh, at Pebble Beach when uh, Nate Lashley just had a, an, an insane week on the greens. Putting is the most random part of golf. Typically the guys that drive it well are going to drive it well. Typically the guys that hit their iron as well hit the green are going to do that. It's the putting that is the most random, unpredictable part of the game. So if you're taking guys that drive the ball well, put the ball in the fairway, uh, put the ball in the green, give themselves a shot at birdie. Uh, odds are uh, they're going to make some putts every now and then. So um, Rahm is another guy who played well at Riviera on Sunday. Uh, remember, too, he, he switched clubs from the uh, from TaylorMade to Callaway before the year started, and uh, maybe he's finally getting the feel and that comfort level with those clubs. With those clubs. So I, I think Rahm at 10-1 is someone uh, worth looking at, and he's even money to finish in the top 10. And then if you're looking for two uh, longer shots, uh, Sung J.M. is one of those guys who is exactly the opposite of what I was talking about. Guys who play well in California and then come to Florida and don't. If you go back at Sung J.M.'s uh, brief career, 
the majority of his best finishes and, and his win uh, last week of the Honda all at Florida. Third and fourth at Bay Hill the last couple of years, fourth at Valspar in 2019. He fits that mold and that profile of players that I like to play uh, in, in an event like this. He's 13th on tour in strokes gained off the tee. Uh, he's like 25th in greens and regulation. Uh, he hasn't really contended since Augusta um, when, b- until uh, DJ ran away on the back nine in that final round. But, but Sunjay M at 40 to 1 is someone who I would consider playing. I think he's around 3 to 1 to finish in the top 10. And another guy who uh, is in that mold is Joaquin Neiman. Uh, he's someone who was in position to win twice in Hawaii, who wasn't able to, to get the win. But again, at 40 to 1 and around 3 to 1 to finish in the top 10 is someone that I would be interested in uh, maybe putting a, a, a unit or so on as a. So, so Rom, M, and uh, Neiman would be the three players that I'd be looking at based on the, uh, the odds in terms of uh, winning the tournament. Um, if you're looking just for top tens, I mean, Rory had his top ten streak uh, come to an end, uh, or his cut streak, rather, uh, come to an end last week. But again, he's someone who, back in Florida, uh, you look at his WGC record over the last few years, it's immaculate. You would think it ran, I think it's on DraftKings, I think you saw it was around. 188 or so to finish in the top 10. So I'd be very happy to take uh, Rory at around plus 200 to finish in the top 10. And then Victor Hovland, another guy who is not the best putter around, but his tee to green game is elite. So again, will he make a couple of putts to put himself in contention or will he not? And just merely tongue in cheek, post a couple of consecutive top five finishes uh, like he did out in the, at the Farmers in Genesis. So, and he's around, I think, 225 or so to finish. Uh, in the top 10. So if you're looking for just a top 10 market, uh, I, I think Hovland and Rory would probably be the two ways to go there. With the Bear, Chris Felica on BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat with you. Uh, and Bear, you gave some good options there. Uh, as deep as you're willing to go on the board was at Neiman at 40 to 1. I like that one, but uh, something I'm trying to hammer home this week is I know a lot of people are going to see Homa. Many people have that ticket. A guy many golf fans root for at seventy to one, and they're gonna they're gonna be digging for seventies or eighty to one uh, shots this week. Uh, keep in mind it's a WGC event, so the likelihood of that happening is very remote. Correct? Correct. Yeah, you go you go back. I I think it was Jason Sobel who might have had a tweet on it. Um, if you guys you go back and look after we're done here, but I think like in the last few years, I think maybe like one player outside the top. 28 in the world it might have been his one a wgc event and, and, and i would not expect max homer to go out and repeat a win uh this week yeah. he very rarely plays in florida and he's only in this event this week uh because he won last week so i wouldn't uh, while we all love max homer and his energy and his smile and his, his, his twitter game uh, he's not somebody yeah. i would be looking to to back this week we got a couple of soccer games today in the Champions League. Anything you like as far as the board today? Uh, we, we, we do. Um, I, I mean, the Man City game is really hard to play. I mean, I guess you could play them maybe win to nil. Uh, I think they've kept like 11 clean sheets in their last 14 matches. And uh, the change in tactics from, uh, from Pep's t- team has really uh, moved them to the top of the prem and made them uh, – being the one or one A in Europe right now with with, with Bayern Munich, so I mean they, they're a massive favorite today. And you, really, I mean, I guess you could play them maybe in a money line parlay with something if, if you want to to lay that price. But but they'll I would think maybe win to nil or maybe the minus one 
would probably be the best way to go. The other match is is very interesting to me. The, the Atlanta uh, Real Madrid match. Real Madrid is decimated, but with injuries right now, and Atlanta has a very prolific front line with, with Muriel and Zapata uh, scoring goals. And I would play it. I would, I would play Muriel to score any time. Is is the one thing that I like the most uh, in, in this match. I think you can get him around plus one fifteen, one twenty. Uh, 125 to score every time. He's found his scoring touch again in Serie A. And I certainly think that they will be able to put at least one past Real Madrid uh, today. And if, if you like Zapata, maybe, maybe you play him instead of Mira. But I like Muriel better. And I would still think Atlanta's had their problems holding on to leads and giving up goals as well. So uh, you, you might even be able to get away with the, uh, both teams to score because despite the players that uh, Real Madrid is missing, are missing, I should say. They're them. I still think they'll be able to get a goal. So I, I, this could be a one-one or a two-one type of game uh, where, where maybe Atlanta sacrifices a goal in order to, to get more goals and, and win the uh, and, and win this leg. If you're looking outside of the Champions League today, by the way, there are a couple of other things that I do like. I, I like. Um, Brentford finally, I mean, they, they have completely, it's very similar to last year where they were in position to get that automatic qualification spot and they just fell apart at the end of the year. But uh, they're, they're home today against Sheffield Wednesday and they should win that match. And if you look at Walsall against Newport, I, I gave this one out uh, yesterday on, on Daily Wager. This game is at, uh, at 12.30 Eastern time. Uh, Walsall is around plus 165 to win the match. Newport is a side that in the League Two was near the top of the table for a good part of the year, but their form lately has been terrible. If you go back over the last 10 matches. Thank you, Chris Felica.